Yo, give a very serious voice right now. In a very serious voice. Yeah, not, not like a serial killer voice. Just a very serious one. Like, you mean business. Like, you ain't even here just to mess around. You want to know more about Jesus, right? Real quick, real quick. Where are we at right now? Listen, guys, there's a little bit of confusion here. And uh, confusion is not of God. So where are we at right now? Okay, what, what does this word say right here? Seth, Seth, read this real quick. What does it say? Everybody on the count of three. Everybody say this word. On the count of three. On the count of three. One. Two. Three. Elevate. Oh, some of you guys tweak it. Elevate. Elevate. What? What? This side, elevate. This side says elevate. This side says what? What? Reverse, reverse. In Espanol. Amen, amen. When I find out another language, I will implement it. Well, welcome to Elevate. We meet every, every Thursday at 4.30. Oh, thank you. Friday at 7 p.m. if you're watching on live. Welcome. Welcome, Facebook. Right? So here's the thing, right? Uh, we meet every Friday at 7 p.m. Today is a special day. Every day is a special day because of Jesus. But what is today in regards to Elevate? It's the last elevator of the year, yo. What's, oh my gosh. You know, so it's the last elevator of the year. You, let, you know, I usually like to take time to reflect and think back. So just as I reflect and think back, you too, reflect and think back. It's not enough reflecting. Think back, think back. Think back all the way to January. Are you guys thinking back with me? You guys looking? What do you see? See all the goals you set? How many of y'all are still eating at 10 o'clock and still don't have a six-pack? Probably many of you. Right? All right, let's, 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 let's go back over here, right? So we, we reflected. This is the last Elevate of the year, and we are so thankful, man, that we get to share with each other. Everybody give a hand clap for each other. I'm so glad to see every one of your faces. See my friend Corey right here. I'm so glad to see him. It's been a while. So, so here's the thing, right? If you could put the sermon series slide up here. We've been in a sermon series. What has the sermon series been called? He Gives, right? So over the last month, we talked about how who gives? He gives, right? Jesus gives, and he gives us all he owns. Right? All he owns. He owns everything in the world. We talked about this. Every single thing, every atom, every mind, every, bit, every star, every, everything. He owns everything, and he gives it to us. But not only that, not to make it a general thing, but he gives us everything we need. Everything we need to live a life for God, everything we need to live, period, he gives it to us. Then he gives us purpose. We have a meaning. We have a reason to live. And he gives it to us. So now, right, after learning about last week, how he gives us the greatest gift. It's the gift under the cross. How many of y'all enjoyed the event last week? Make some noise. Say 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right? So hallelujah, right? We, we enjoyed last week. How many of you guys ate some food? Right? We all ate some food. If y'all ain't eating, I don't know what y'all were doing. Like, y'all missed out. Right? We ate food. We heard the word. We also were able to, right, right, worship. Okay? We did some things, right? We got to meet some of your parents. Okay? But there was a message we learned yesterday last week, and it was how God gives us the greatest gift, which is the gift under the cross, okay, and that is Jesus. This week, we're going to talk about how he gives, so we give thanks. Since he gives, so give thanks. So basically, he gives us things, so all we do is give thanks. Example of this, sometimes we want to pay people back. Like a lot of us, I know Melody, for example, right, you give her anything, she's like, man, I'm going to pay you back on everything. I'm my mama, I'm my daddy, I'm my grandpa, I'm going to pay you back, I promise you, right? And a lot of us are like that. You know, we don't even like to split the check. When we go to McDonald's, it's like $1. You're like, hey, listen, man, I, uh, I can't have you pay for me. It's $1, bro. No, no, man, no, no, I can't let you pay for me, man. I'd rather starve. But then there's things, right, that people give us that we really feel like we can't pay back. For example, the birth that your mama gave us. We can never really pay that back. It's not like we can be like, mama, I'm going to give birth to you now. No, you, you can't really do that. It's, it's just something you can't, you can't make up for. And some of us, you know, we're about to go into college. Uh, we, we have this thing called FAFSA and our student loans. And we're like, FAFSA, I can never pay you back. Thank you so much, FASFA. No, we're not like that. We're not like that with FASFA, that's for sure. Then, then there's, uh, you know, some of us have had kidney failures or we've had something wrong where someone has had to donate someone, something to someone. And sure, we pay some money for it, but that person, we can never pay them back, truly. So there's some things we can never really give back to people. We can never pay them back. But there's this two-letter word or two-letter phrase, right, two-letter phrase uh, that we can say to people. What, what is that? And the count of three, what is it? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, right? So here's the thing. Pay attention, guys. We can say thank you. That's it. Let's cut the, the, the back talk. We can say thank you. So with God, it's the same way. All we can really say is thank you. That's it. We can never pay him back. So what can we give God in return for what he gives, we can give thanks, period. And we do this, right? We give thanks at all times. We give thanks for all things. And we give thanks not because of really any other reason, but other than who he is and what he gives, right? So here's the thing, right? He give, we give thanks at all times. If we go to Thess, 1 Thessalonians 5, 6 through 18, we give thanks at all times. It says right here in 1 Thessalonians 5, 6, uh, 16 through 18, it says, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Not will. But God's will, right? Yeah, yeah, y'all didn't catch that. Let's read that again, right? Rejoice always. Matter of fact, let's read along, guys. I, I feel like y'all are just recovering over the itis and everything. Y'all a little sleepy. Too much, too much uh, arroz, too much pasteles, acapulia, too much Fortnite, all that stuff. 
So let's read on the count of three. Let's read this together, right? One, two, three. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus, right? So it says, right, give thanks in all circumstances, okay? Give thanks in all circumstances, now, here's the thing. It's not telling us to give us all your, God's not saying give all your money, you know, give me all your money, then we'll be good. Give me all your time, then we'll be good. Matter of fact, dude, give me everything you got. Give me all the change in your wallet, Geo. Get up here, open, you know, just all the, everything, your wallet. You got any keys? You got, I like those shoes. Give it to me. God's not like that. He's not like that. He's not saying that. He's not asking for anything but for you to give thanks. Now, here's the thing, right? We give thanks. Do we just simply mean, man, like, you know, let's say we found a dollar on the floor. We're like, man, thank you, God. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not what we do. Or like, you know, all of a sudden you, you got an A. You're like, man, thank you, God. And, and that's it. You just say it. No, we're giving thanks. It's not only just saying it to God. It's actually having a heart of gratitude and acknowledging what God has given you. So here's the thing, right? We are not just saying thank you, some empty noise, like, man, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, out of repetition. We have a heart that we are truly grateful for what God has given us. So out of our heart of gratitude, we then say thank you. But here's the thing, right? When is that supposed to happen? Is it just when, when uh, you know, like Corey, when he scores a basket or when he's playing basketball? Or is it when, you know, Miranda, when she finally gets some, some new makeup or something from Amanda? Uh, or is it, is it, you know, when we're, we're doing good at Fortnite and we got a, a, you know, a victory or whatever? Or is it when we finally get to watch Bird in the Box and we're just thankful that, you know, no one died at the end, like the girl didn't die, the little girl and the little dad. Is that, is that? Oh, my bad. I just got to spoil things. It's just what happens. So is that, is that just the gratitude? Like, like we see things and we're like, man, thank you, God. It just happened. Or is it like something that we always just have to have? Like, which one? Is it, is it because we're responding off things that have happened? Or is it just an attitude that we have to have? Well, according to the Bible, it's the attitude we have to have. It says, Be, give thanks sometimes. Give thanks in some occasions what does it say right there? I need help right here. I need, I need everyone to say this. When do we give thanks? Give thanks in all? How many circumstances? All. So we give thanks at all times, in all circumstances. When it comes to circumstances, there's bad circumstances. There's good circumstances. So here's the thing. When do we decide to give Thanks. Is it when all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're, you know, your people are, you know, saying bad things about you, and you're just like, man, I hate this person. God, I don't know why you put me on this earth to deal with these people. Gosh, or you know, you're in traffic. Some of you guys that just started driving, you're probably the bad driver. But let's say the bad driver almost hits you and everything. You're like, dang, man, God, what? I hate driving. I hate traffic. I'm not thankful for this. Or you know, let's say you know you're healthy, right? That's when you're thankful. But let's say you're sick. Are you thankful when you're sick? Let's say you just get diagnosed with cancer. Are you, are you still thankful to God? Are you still thankful in all circumstances? Or let's say someone dies in your family or one of your friends dies. Are you still thankful? Because here's the thing. The Bible saying to be thankful, to give thanks to God in all circumstances. That means bad. That means good. That means the worst circumstance you could ever think of and the best circumstance you can ever think of 
in all circumstances. Amen? So here's the thing. Whether you're poor or rich, sick, healthy, in a bad, in a, in a pickle, or you're free as a bird, it doesn't matter. You are to give thanks. And, and what is it that it appeals to? Why should we give thanks? What it, it says, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. This is God's will. This is his purpose. We learned yesterday, we learned last week, not yesterday, we learned last week about what? What did we learn? What does God give us? What did, he talk, what did we talk about last week? It starts with a P, ends with a urpus. Purpose, man, y'all so smart, man. Purpose, right? Purpose. God gives us purpose right here. What is it talking about? Is our purpose, is the will for us in Christ Jesus? What is it? What does it say right there? We give thanks, right? So listen, you, you're, you're, not, you're not called to complain all day, right? And be like, dang it, I hate these stupid sinners. Man, I hate my mom. I hate my dad. I'm so ungrateful for this man. Like, what is God giving me? You're not called to raise your fist to God and to say, man, forget you, God. You've done nothing for me. You're called to give thanks. That is the purpose for your relationship in Christ Jesus. It is to give thanks. So here's the thing, right? Are you guys giving thanks in all circumstances? You know, sometimes I see so many people complain about, even about the food that we serve and elevate. Like, we give you chips, we give you cookies, yet you're still ungrateful. You still complain. Just give thanks that we actually feed y'all. Like, just give thanks. Like, honestly, man. Y'all complain when you get in the lunch line. Like, man, dang, man, all this stupid food. Then don't eat. Shut up. Stop complaining. The reason what, that your mouth is not meant to complain is meant to give thanks as a Christian. As a Christian, you're not supposed to use this thing to start complaining and, and, and yelling at people or whatever about how you're, you're so privileged or whatever. No, no, you're supposed to give thanks. You're supposed to give thanks. All circumstances, whether you like the food or you don't, whether you like the person or you don't, whether you like your situation or you don't, you give thanks to God. All right? So here's the thing. You give thanks in all circumstances at all times. You give thanks. But you give thanks for all things. If we can go to, uh, actually, if we can go to Philippians 4, 4 through 7 real quickly. I want to I share with you guys. This is not just one part of the Bible. It says, and I, I, wanna, I want you guys to cash on to this real quick. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. Rejoice. That's the theme you're going to hear always, joy and thankfulness. The Bible is always talking about joy and thankfulness together. Right? So let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer, petition, with what? With what? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God that transcends all understanding will, be, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So Thanksgiving I ain't talking about the holiday. You got to understand, before the holiday of Thanksgiving, there was this scripture. And this scripture told us to have a heart of Thanksgiving, even, right, even when you feel like you're asking God for stuff. A lot of you guys don't want to ask God for things because you feel like, man, I don't deserve that. You don't deserve it. But God still says to ask him. But when you do ask him, right, make sure you're still coming out of a heart of gratitude. In all circumstances, in prayer, in reading the Bible, you got to be thankful, some of y'all ain't even thankful reading the Bible. You're like, dang, man, stupid TJ having me read the Bible for 101. Man, dude, like, man, whatever, man, like, forget that. Or like, man, you know, all of a sudden, like, hey, man, I'm supposed to read two chapters? Dang, what the heck? You ain't even thankful that you're given a word that God is speaking to. God is literally speaking to you through this word, and you're ungrateful for it. 
Like, it's just, it just blows my mind. But in all circumstances, you are to be thankful. You got to have a heart of gratitude. So if you can go to 1 Timothy 4, 1 through 5. So give thanks at all times. Also give thanks for all things. The Spirit clearly says that in the latter time, in the later times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits, things taught by demons. Such teaching comes through hypocritical liars whose consciousness, uh, consciousnesses have been seared as with a hot iron. Right? Then it continues to say uh, that they forbid to marry. Order them to abstain from certain foods which God seized, uh, which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and who have who know the fruit. For everything God created is good, and nothing is to be rejected. It is received with thanksgiving. Right. So here's the thing. This is a long passage, and it, I, I want to explain it to you guys very quickly. Right. It says that everything right is created. Good. God has created everything. Everything is created good. Okay, and it says that nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving because it is consecrated by the word of God and prayer. So everything, everything as in spiritual and non-spiritual, everything, everything that we can think of that is created by God is good, and we should be thankful for it. Now, some re- a reason why you guys stand like this in worship This is how you guys look in worship sometimes. You know, the reason why, because you don't even know what to say. You're not thankful for anything. You're over here thinking, like, God, you owe God something. Like, like God owes you something. Like, you're sitting right here because you, you're doing God a favor. Like, you're like, man, you won't even open your mouth to thank God. You are so prideful and so arrogant that you think that God, right, is receiving some kind of blessing from you right here. Like, you're doing God a favor. The thing is, you need to know what to thank God for. Everything, spiritual, non-spiritual. A lot of us, let's just list the non-spiritual things, right? Y'all have shoes. You know, in other sides of the, other, you know, other sides of the, the world, the hemisphere, no one got shoes, uh, you guys got water, running water, right? Do you know in some countries they don't have running water? You know, they got to travel miles and miles to a well just to get clean water. Did you know that? Oh, uh, man, dude, you know what? I don't got the, the latest technology. Man, dude, if they had an iPhone over there, they would probably start some kind of technological revival if they had internet. They, they don't even got Wi-Fi in some places. But yet we're so ungrateful. We cannot thank God for one thing. Even the things we see. Do you ever know that people are blind in some countries? I mean, some countries and some neighborhoods. You got blind people. Some of you know blind people. They can't see. They're blind. But yet, you can see everything, right? But you clearly can't see why you should thank God. It's an issue. You need to thank God for every little thing. Give thanks. Give thanks. Have a heart of gratitude. Have a heart of gratitude. We are so fortunate to be in this country where everything is handed into us. We don't got a job. We go get some welfare. We don't got food. You know what? We ask people for free food, and we expect them to give it to us. We are so ungrateful in this country. We cannot even thank God for the little things. Then also, here, what about the spiritual things, right? Your salvation, right? Do you ever just thank God that you are saved from sin and from hell? You ever just thank God for that? You ever thank God they were able to join together and, and freely? Like, there's no one, like, trying to kill us. There's no one that's saying, man, you guys can't meet together anymore. Like, literally, we can meet freely in this place without anyone trying to kill us. But in others, another side of the country, you can't even mention the name of God. 
Listen, you need to be thankful for these things. You need to give thanks that you're saved, that you're no longer who you used to be, that God has brought you into freedom. You need to give thanks. But some of you, right, just don't know that. You just don't know what to be thankful for. You don't know what God has given you. And we're going to talk a little bit about that after. But also, I want you to understand, if we can go to uh, Ephesians 5, 18 through 20. So, right, can you, I said you can thank God for everything because everything is good. Some of y'all are like, okay, I'm about to smoke a blunt. I'm about to thank God. It's, it's, you, you said it, pastor. You said it. Smoke some weed. Thank God for it. And I'm straight, right? That's what you're probably thinking. Eh. Hold your horses, right? Right here it says, do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, Lord, always giving what? I don't hear it. Hold up. What are we giving? Giving. I need you guys to be in this. What are we giving, right? Always giving thanks to who? God the Father for everything, right? So here's the thing. You can't, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, so you can't just be thanking God for like, man, dude, you know what? This girl, she looking extra fine. She just hit me up on the DMs. Man, thank you, Lord, man. I'm about to get it in. You can't do that. That's not how it works. Oh, man, this boy, man, I know he ain't, he ain't Christian, but he sure is smart. He sure is handsome. Oh, man, I, he can be my boyfriend. He can be my first, right? We, we think that way, and we say, thank you, God. And then you, we even, some of us even pray for them. I was in a relationship at eighth grade. I used to, to sin with my girlfriend and try to pray for her to get saved. I didn't know what I was doing, right? And I thank, thank God for her and everything. But you know what? It, it, we cannot thank God for sinning. So everything God, is, everything God has created is good, right, for its purpose. Even marijuana. Marijuana is good for medical things. It is not good to get high. It is not good to all of a sudden like be like, dang, bro, I'm so high. I think I'm right next to God. Like, that's not how it is. But little did you know, that's what people used it for. It was a spiritual thing. But God said that was not good for that purpose. So there's things for its purpose in which God said it's good and you should give thanks for. So let's say you get a godly, you get into a godly relationship, right? You both honor God you can be thankful for that relationship, right? Let's say you're eating some, some KFC, right, or some Chick-fil-A, and you're like, dang, man, whoo, thank you, Lord. That's how you're supposed to do it, right? Doesn't have, you got to have a heart of gratitude, like, man, thank you, Lord, I'm eating, right? Here's the thing. The reason why these people were forbidding others to get married, forgetting, forbidding others to, uh, to, to eat it was this one reason. They wanted to please God. So they wanted to do extra things to please God. With that being said, what can we do in order to return? What can we return to God? What can we return to God? No, we give thanks. So they were trying to do extra. Everybody say extra. They were doing extra. They were doing too much. Listen, it was sin. They were doing too much. It was sin. They were saying, man, listen, you can't marry people. Like A lot of Catholic priests do this. They don't marry because they want to seem extra holy. Oh, you can't marry people. Why? Because you got to be, you know, you got to be holy, right? Oh, you can't eat that. Why? Because you know what? It's, it's pig and it's, it's sinful. They use that for worship. They used all these things in order to seem holy. So here's the thing with some of you guys. You may be doing that too. Instead of giving thanks to God, you're, you're right here back in worship, right? You're this guy. Like, you're just doing your religious duty. Like, what are you doing here? I'm, I'm, I'm just doing my duty, sir. Serving my God. But that's not, that's not it. 
That's not it. That's, that's not, you're not doing anything here. When, you, when you're not paying attention, you're not motivated, you don't even care. There's no acknowledgement of God. You're not doing God a favor. You're not doing really anything but wasting your Friday night. Plain and simple. So what we do, right, is out of a heart of gratitude, we give thanks to God. It is a heart and an action. So because of a heart that's full of gratitude, it begins to pour out of us thankfulness. Thankfulness begins to pour out of us. So here's the thing. Word of God, consecrated, everything, prayer, we're good. Man, you can eat that KFC. You can eat that Popeye's. You know, you, 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 you can eat, you know, for, for Melody, right, it would be uh, vegan burgers. It would be vegan burgers. Vegan burgers, right? I like those. Chipotle burgers. You can eat that. Everything is to be received with thanksgiving. You want to date someone? You can date someone, right? But ain't always meant to be for God. Ain't thankful. You can't be thankful. It ain't for God. That's just the truth. So everything that is, because it says right here, do not get drunk or be filled with wine. So you can drink. I don't know if you guys know this, but according to the Bible, you can drink, but you can't get drunk. And also, you guys have to wait till you're 21, okay? (laughs) Plain and simple. So... So you can't, it says, do not get drunk off wine, but be filled with the Spirit. So it says, do not get drunk, right, as in do not sin, right? So sin, do not do that, but instead be filled with the Holy Spirit. Rejoice, giving thanks, right? So here's the thing. We cannot, as Christians, reject things because we're being holy. So if you're, if you're watching Netflix and the show comes on, right, like let's say... What's a new show that I'm thinking of right now? Uh, not Bird in the Box. That's a bad show, to be honest. That's a bad movie. But I, wa- I watched it. I'm just saying I would have recommended it to you guys. What's a show that's popping right now? Rick and Morty, right? So, so me as a Christian, right, and you as a Christian, I cannot all of a sudden say, hey, you're less holy because you're watching Rick and Morty. I can't say that. I can't say that. But what I can say is that, hey, listen, man, I don't know if that show, that show is good, but then what if someone is inspired by Rick and Morty to start their own Christian version of a Rick and Morty? I really don't know. Lawrence is looking at me like I'm crazy. But the whole thing is, right, you are to receive everything that God created with thanks. So this goes back to tying into my last point, right? Give thanks at all times and give thanks to God for everything, whether it be bad or whether it be good. So, hey, listen, there's, uh, there's two people I want to bring up, three people, actually, in our church, real quickly. There's one person last year where they lost a baby, right? They lost a baby. It was, a, it was premature, died. It was gone, right? They no longer could have that baby. Then there's another person, a lady in our church, an elder named Lauren. She got cancer. Then, right, we have Josie in here. Josie? Where's Josie? She got really sick with lupus. So with lupus now... All these people had Josie. So here's the thing. All those people had every right in our standard to complain and to not be thankful. But every one of those people were thankful. Were they saying, thank you, God, for this miscarriage? Were they they saying, thank you, God, that I can no longer have a baby? Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for for cancer. Thank you, Lord, that that I'm no longer uh, sure tomorrow that I might die any moment. Thank you, Lord, that I'm 12, I'm 11 years old, and I have lupus. Were they saying that? Were they saying that, guys? So what what are we thankful for when bad things happen? What are we thankful for? Are we thankful for the bad thing? No, that'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. We look forward to a future where there's no sicknesses, where there's no diseases. 
where there's, there's, no, there's no miscarriages or anything. We look forward to a future where everything is made new. Why would we thank God for something that is so disgusting, so evil? We are thankful, first and foremost, that God himself will provide for us. He'll provide joy. He'll provide peace through the storm. He'll provide everything that we need to get through the situation. That's one thing we're thankful for. Then we're thankful for what? That we can have salvation. That we can have the joy of our salvation. That even though this body may waste away, we can be thankful that God has a new body. That we will be in heaven with him. We are thankful that God, right, will use every bit of pain that we ever experienced in our lives for his glory. So God ended up using Right, Josie and her testimony, right, that she had lupus and she remained thankful for his glory. Lauren, our elder, she said this, and this is what I want to get you guys through. If uh, I want you guys to think about uh, as we finish our last point, is that the cure to depression is thankfulness. Plain and simple. There's a reason why God, right, in his word, he inspired, he carried the writers along to write joy and thankfulness together so many times. That when we rejoice, we are thankful. There is a reason. It's not saying, man, if I just talk to people, I'll feel better. If I just am able to relate to others, I'll be better. No. The cure for depression, to keep people from killing themselves, to keep people from cutting themselves, the cure for that is thankfulness. It's thankfulness. You disagree with me? Take it up with God himself. Take it up with God himself. If you want to stop being depressed, if you want to stop being anxious and, and always worrying about a lot, you have to give thanks. You have to give thanks. So, do you give thanks for everything? Or do you just wallow in your sadness? Do you just wallow in your regretfulness? Or do you actually give thanks to God? If we can go to uh, Psalm 95, 1 through 2. It says, come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. See, this is painting a picture of someone who is completely thankful before God. That when they come to God, they're not coming to God depressed and angry. There might be some worries going on. There may be something trying to hold on to them. But they come to God with thankfulness. They come to God shouting for joy, understanding he's the rock of our salvation. That our life doesn't depend on, on how much money we have, on how much clothes we have, whether we're sick or whether we're healthy. It depends on the rock, which never changes like shifting shadows, which is stronger than anything we can ever imagine. That is why he comes thankful. That is why he extols the Lord. That means he praises him enthusiastically with music and song. He doesn't come to God doing this. Oh, Fortnite, wow, praise enthusiastically. Well, thank you, Fortnite. Oh, man, thank you for this. Thank you, man. Thank you, my friend. Oh, you talk to me? Oh, man, I praise you. Right? We get so excited for all these stupid little things, but we can't even give thanks to God. We can't even give thanks to God. It's insane. It's, it's, it's impossible to really wrap my mind around this, that we supposedly believe in this, but yet we don't do what it says. So if we can go to Psalm 26, 4 through 7. And I want you guys to take into account all that we've learned in this month. Don't just forget it. We've learned that God gives, that he gives us all that he owns. He owns everything. The, the, the actual fact that Josiah can sit down on this chair and walk on this earth, he needs to thank God for it because God owns it. 
He's using God's property. You're using God's body that he gave you, Seth. You owe God. Thanks. You need to give him thanks. Oh, but what? hey, what? It's not just all he owns, right? He gives us all we need. So he provides for us food. He provides for us shelter. He provides for us the greatest gift of all, which is Jesus. We learned about that. We also learned that he gives us purpose. We have a meaning to live. We have a meaning for living here. We're not just robots walking around like, I go to school. I go to work. Thank you, God. We're not like that. We have emotions. We have being, we have a purpose being here. We think, we know, we have purpose. So here's the thing. We're, we understand from the last weeks that God needs to be given something. He, we owe him something, right? We owe this God of creation something. But all he is saying is you can really just give me thanks. You can really just give me thanks. It says right here, Psalm 26, 4 through 7, I do not sit with the deceitful, the liars, nor do I associate with the hypocrites. I hate the assembly of evildoers and refuse to sit with the wicked. I wash my hands in innocence and go about your altar, Lord, proclaiming aloud your praise, which also translates into thanksgiving and letting all of your praise and letting telling of all your wonderful deeds. This guy, David, he doesn't sit with the wicked. He doesn't do what the world does, but instead he proclaims aloud his thanksgiving for God and tells of all the wonderful deeds God has done. There's a difference here. There's a difference. If we can go to Philippians 2.14, and I'm going through scriptures really quickly because I, I want to I make this point. Do everything without grumbling or arguing. This is the flip side now. So many of us, we don't give thanks to God because we're too busy doing this. We're complaining. We're grumbling. We, we complain ourselves into uh, depression. We grumble ourselves into anger. We just don't get it. God deserves thanks. We are blessed. God has given us so much more than we ever deserved, ever, 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 ever earned. He deserves thanks. So in closing, if I can have Stephanie come up, and if you can go to first Thess- back to First Thessalonians 5, 6 through 18. Do you have a heart of gratitude? Are you still complaining? Are you still complaining? Are you still complaining about your life, about your school, about the people at your school? Do you hate your life? Are you depressed? Do you just want to end it all? Here's the thing, you need to stop that thinking because that thinking is from the devil. You have no reason to think that way. You have no reason to think that way. You are at fault there for listening to, to the enemy when you have the word of God telling you how to think. You are at fault. Your depression is no one's fault but your own. And I understand some people have uh, medical issues or whatever, but I want to let you know right now, if you are struggling and you need medicine and everything, don't just go to the medicine. You need to fight it with prayer. You need to thank God. You need to thank God every moment that you breathe. You need to give him thanks. Do it out of thankfulness. So here's the thing, guys. You could, and if I can have my altar workers up here, I preach the message about giving thanks. Y'all can continue on complaining, or you can do th- what this just says, right? Rejoice always. I don't know if y'all have ever learned to rejoice. Rejoicing is not just some like some stupid little bit, a uh, little bit of laughter. It's 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 literally looking at what God has done for you, and saying, God, you're awesome. God, you're great. You saved me when I was this bad. I was this far from you, but you saved me. Oh, God, man, you, you, I can't believe you saved my friend. I can't believe you care for me. 
So we rejoice because we know God, and we do it always, not sometimes, always. We pray continually. We're asking God. We're, we're communicating with Him, and we're giving thanks in all circumstances. This is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So right now, if you are a complainer, if you are a grumbler, if you really just are the most moody person just brooding over everything you, you have that you think you, you should have or you should have, then you need this. You need to understand, like, you claim to be a Christian, but you're not thanking God. You need to come up here. You need to receive prayer. There's an issue. There is an issue. I'm telling you, we have people that have cancer. They're thanking God. We have people that have lupus. They're thanking God. We have people, the first Christians, right? They're, they're, they're literally at a stake getting burned alive. You know what they were doing? Singing thanks to God. There is no excuse for any of you to live a life absent of thankfulness so if everybody can stand up please this is going to conclude our year our 2018 year but here's the thing you don't want to go not just into 2018 the same you don't want to leave this vicinity the same you don't want to leave your chairs the same stop all your complaining stop all your arguing right and begin to thank god Begin to thank him. And those that don't know what to thank God for, it's because you probably don't know him. You probably don't know God. That's just, that's just plain and simple. You probably don't know God, have no idea what he's done for you. This is why I would invite you in our time for altar call that you would come to either Kirsten if you're a female or if you're a male, come to Humberto because you need to know God in order to thank him. You need to know him. So if you guys could bow your heads and close your eyes. Lord, we, we thank you, God, that we thank you that we get to praise you. We thank you, Lord, that we have a breath to praise you. We thank you, God, that even though we have sinned, you have cleansed us of our sin. We thank you, Lord, that even though we have come here with the wrong attitude, we have lived life with a wrong attitude, we have complained about how, how hard our, our bad is, Lord, how much food we don't like. We complained about everything, God. But yet you still love us and you still give us your son. How crazy is that, Lord, that you actually care for us, that you actually give us things, Lord. And how crazy for us for is it that you actually still give it to us when we're not thankful. So I pray, Lord, that you would forgive us of our complaining. You would forgive us of our ungrateful heart, Lord. And that, Lord, you would, you would remind us of how we should be thankful. Remind us of the things you've done. Lord, even right now as I speak, begin to remind everyone here of the things you've done to them, Lord. I thank you, God, for saving me, Lord. As an 18-year-old kid who grew up in church, who rebelled against you, who was perverted, who was a liar, who envied, who hated God. You still thought it was wise. You still thought it was best to give me salvation, God. I am thankful for that, God. I thank you, Lord, that you have blessed me with a purpose in my life. That when I was hopeless, that you gave me hope. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that I am not, uh, that I am not stuck in my sin, but that I have freedom, Lord. That I'm able to do the things of God. That I'm able to serve your people, and I'm able to serve you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Everybody, begin to thank God for three things. Before you come to this altar, I want you to thank God for three things. Begin to thank him for three things. Lord God, we come to you, Lord. We come to you and we shout for joy, Lord. Joy, Lord. You are worthy to be praised. We are thankful for everything you've given us. And Lord, I pray that everyone, God, everyone that's heard the word, everyone that is, 
that is listening, God, I pray that their hearts will no longer be the same. And when they walk out this building, they would have a heart of gratitude in Jesus' name. Hallelujah.